At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. Welcome back to Grassroots Marketing on CannabisRio.com. And my next guest actually has been uh, appeared several times on our Blunt Business Program and also on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. Works for an insurance brokerage dedicated to supporting the cannabis industry. His unique expertise in cannabis allows him and his company to provide customized access to preferred insurance markets. And I welcome back the managing director of Alpha Root, Isaac Bach. Isaac, thank you for being on. Yeah, absolutely. It's great to be back and appreciate you all having me again. Absolutely. We're going to make sure to go in, you know, always had that opportunity to talk more about insurance. And I remember, well, besides the last of which you were actually was on NCAA, but on the last version, you came on to Blunt Business. Uh, we are, we're talking about New York uh, State and, you know, the initial cultivator licenses being doled out. We're now very much in the adult use. We're, you know, fully fledged into it. And a lot of things are still going on when it comes to licenses being brought in. What can you tell me about what you've seen in terms of New York State and the rollout so far of adult use? Yeah, I mean, the biggest the biggest issue that had uh, previously been causing problems in New York is overall access to capital as well as, you know, the presence of the illicit market still. Um, you know, all those gray market dispensaries that are operating unlicensed and uh, unregulated uh, definitely causing problems within the market itself. And now the biggest issue right now is the... Um, think junction that is going on with the actual license holders in New York um, with the lawsuit that was brought against the OCM. So um, definitely slowed things down quite a bit, um, but hopefully you know New York market can get online and roll pretty quickly here. Now, one of the areas you've had a chance, which uh, obviously being on the podcast, bug being in the guest chair, has definitely probably be more into the host chair since we last talked. You now have a program called Roots to Risk. And with that said, you're doing a pretty regular show. You've already got, you know, more than a dozen shows in the book. Every each week, you're discovering new companies, the people behind them, having a lasting impact on cannabis and psychedelics. So you and Eric Schneider host the show. Talk about this and, you know, what prompted it. Was these inter- interviews here on Cannabis Radio, did that kind of stir the uh, the mind of us? Say, you know what? I could do this. <laughs> Um, no, definitely helped. And Eric and I having had experience uh, being guests on podcasts and other speaking engagements, definitely led to feeling comfortable uh, in doing so. So appreciate you uh, giving it to us to do that. Um, but the, the bigger thing we wanted to accomplish with Roots to Risk is to highlight some of the, the folks in the industry who we work with on a day-to-day basis and the companies who are doing great things to push the industry forward, both on the cannabis and the psychedelic side. Um, you know, one of the things being on the insurance side of things is some of our conversations from time to time 
uh, can get a little stale and bore it with our clients and partners. So uh, providing another outlet where we can, you know, have an open and candid conversation just about the industry in general um, and allow them to share with a broader audience, you know, the background of themselves and their companies um, was a very attractive idea to Eric and I'm, you know, the main catalyst to why we started to rest. And I see some of the names you've had on. I know we've had on Cannabis Radio as well. Stephanie Wang, she's wonderful. Joel Ellsworth. Uh, I see Chris Violas. Uh, you know, you're definitely, uh, it's good to go and have always, you know, nice to have other people on, you know, from various people in the field to get featured and what the perspectives are on different podcasts in general. So that's a very cool thing to go and see. Besides that, uh, you know, talk to me about right now, in the areas of insurance, obviously with inflation, a lot of extra added costs ran out to each company. What can you tell me about the issues that you have surrounding now? Try to go ahead and that that there's still that peace of mind that's necessary, but it's coming harder and harder to go ahead and keep companies on board to go ahead and keep their policies in place. Yeah. So, you know, from a true insurance premium perspective, um, it's actually gotten better the cannabis industry that when, you know, Eric and I started working with cannabis companies seven years ago. Um, so the premiums have come down for most lines of coverage, uh, certain things like property insurance, depending on the state and, you know, directly where um, these individual companies are, it could be harder uh, to get covered for at a, a good price. But overall, with new entrants into the uh, insurance marketplace for cannabis companies and with some of the price compression we've seen in insurance premiums, um, particularly on the directors and officers side across the board. Um, and insurance has helped actually bring some of the insurance costs down. Uh, the bigger issue to your point is cost of everything else for these companies um, is continuing to climb and just given the, you know, the financial constraints and struggles um, that have kind of taken grip of the industry over the last year or so. Uh, it has been harder to bring, you know, bring on new companies and maintain those clients. But what we've noticed is that as long as we're willing to work with them to create a structure, um, you know, whether that's a premium financing agreement or um, maybe reducing some lines of coverage that, you know, can be sacrificed in order to keep what the core exposures are on their business covered. Um, we've had success in doing that. And, then, you know, there's still a number of companies in the cannabis industry that are doing well. well. Um, so looking to partner with them and bring that on as clients, um, improving our worth, whether it's saving them premium or creating new structures with their policies to bring some of those costs down, um, has definitely provided dividends for us. But yeah, I mean, overall, the economic conditions for uh, the country in general and cannabis definitely uh, have made it a little bit more difficult than uh, initially anticipated. Now, you were interviewed an article by the report chart at Green Market Report talking about the downsizing of the cannabis market itself. And we, when you were mentioning it, you actually mentioned to her, quote, unfortunately, it doesn't look like the downsizing of the cannabis industry will stop this year. And you mentioned the pandemic and that growth has stagnated and that investors, according to the report, have pulled back funding and predicted revenue targets are being missed. And to try to hit profitability, changes had to be made. And you may mention about how the trickle-down effect was unstoppable once word of layoffs and the multi-state organizations got out. And uh, Eric also was asked on this, and he was mentioning if you, if you, it would be best if you had a lean operation and a lot of positivity to stay strong in the cannabis industry over the next few months. So when do we have a turnaround? I mean, obviously, 
how parallel is what we see with inflation and you know the index of where things are right now in terms of interest rates that we see for the economy how parallel is that to where the cannabis market is being affected yeah i mean i think there's always parallels with the overall uh economic forces that are at work within the country with every industry right i mean you see it in tech you see it in you know cpg you see it across the board so i don't think the cannabis industry is um, any more unique from that fact that overall macroeconomic conditions do cause do cause issues in general. I do think uh, a lot of the issues with cannabis um, also are pretty unique to cannabis, and it's the cannabis market itself has uh, had its ups and downs um, over the last few years. And with harder macro level economic issues, um, new capital coming into a riskier investment from a lot of traditional investment standpoints. Uh, makes it harder to access capital. Those investors who have provided investment in the past to the cannabis companies, um, you know, if they haven't seen a great ROI, they're also having answered to their investors, um, you know, and figuring out what to do, whether that's potentially investing in newer companies or doubling down with the companies they've already invested in, or just, you know, working more in kind of an operational capacity and helping them through the day-to-day operation. So, I think it's kind of a confluence of multiple factors, um, you know, and hopefully as overall economic conditions, you know, start to ease, um, which on paper it says that they are starting to ease, but we'll see how that actually comes to fruition over Q4. Um, you know, hopefully the cannabis industry kind of follows that, uh, but I do think consolidation will continue to happen for, you know, the rest of the year. Um, you know, we've seen a number of m deals, so. Um, it's definitely one of those things where hopefully we're starting to turn the corner um, because it has been a, a tough year across the board for the industry. A few weeks ago, I talked uh, for an upcoming blunt business, Ben York with Genetica, talking about the area of yep. AI and the areas about where cannabis growers are looking to go and use it now, especially in the cultivation side for improving crops and boosting productivity. But I also can imagine that the human component of who's going to be working in some of these areas in terms of dispensaries or cultivation, that some jobs are going to be taken up by machines. And for those that are going to come into the space as technology happens, you need people that are able to go ahead and manage those machines and have oversight as opposed to having people in the field. When we're looking right now at where the jobs market is because of the downsizing, do you feel like that there's a chance that companies are going to start making their way to go ahead and go to technology to try to offset and that the jobs that have lost are not coming back. Yeah, I mean, I'm not AI or implicit level expert, but you know what I would say is a lot of the um, jobs that I've seen, you know, from companies that we work with that have been laid off are kind of mid level management type jobs, and you know, from those, that perspective, the human element is going to always be important. Um, you know, the the technology and all of those sorts of things may eventually take you know, certain jobs, but there's always going to be a need for skilled labor um, across the entire ecosystem of a company, regardless of what they're doing. So, um, you know, I can't say that I, I follow every development on the AI side all the time, um, just simply because we don't see a ton of it at the moment. Um, I do think, you know, obviously it'll be used to augment, and help, you know, along with most of our jobs, we do use it for you know, certain items within Alfruit. So um, I definitely think it's going to be used as a tool, whether it outright replaces jobs. Um, it's kind of hard to say at this point. 
I want to take from another organization. Uh, so the National Association of Insurance Commissioners, and they're talking about the fact of how, you know, with the fact we still don't have any various legislation right now across the board, which would be Safe Banking Act, which would be various others to help out in, or even, even the Claim Act, since they were never passed. But yet we have new markets that are green lit, that are growing. We see that the growth in new markets are really where the growth of the cannabis industry is coming from, while all the other areas that have been established have become stagnant. What do you can tell me right now, just in terms of how Alpha Root's been able to go and keep forward? Has it basically been new markets that have been signing up policies as opposed to what you were getting in all the other states? Um, honestly, it's, we've just been, you know, very focused on continuing our marketing efforts and, you know, reaching out to every market in the cannabis industry, um, you know, explaining our unique, you know, value proposition as a national brokerage that, um, operates specifically in this field and, you know, be happy become experts as early as the cannabis industry itself, not only the insurance side. So, um, we haven't necessarily changed what our approach is. Um, we haven't been. You know, obviously the new markets, as they come online, they become a focus, right? Because it's a new potential pool of clients, but we're not doing that at the sacrifice of the current markets that we've been, you know, pushing to make a foothold in over the last, you know, handful of years. So um, from our perspective, yes, the new markets definitely help and it provides new opportunities, but we haven't been, you know, leaving really anything on the table. And um, from our perspective, what's been um, the most effective is finding companies who are the kind of target demographic where we've had a lot of success and, um, you know, kind of rebuilding their insurance program and really honing on those and uh, saving, you know, most of those individuals quite a bit of money or revamping the communication or just the overall tools that we're able to provide them. Um, so that's providing much of our success rather than a true shift in what our strategy has been from a, an outreach perspective. Well, hopefully the next time we have you back on, Isaac, where things are going to get back to a turnaround and maybe we're going to get something else that will, you know, happily turn things around and make me the momentum of the cannabis industry from a financial perspective is going to be in a better place. And that inflation will be more or less behind us by the time we talk again. But, you know, we definitely need to go and make time to go ahead and get back into another long form conversation on insurance and just on the various issues that are going on. So let's table that for another interview because we're going to go and wrap it up from here. But real quick, for those out there that are looking for insurance help, obviously, website alpharoot.com. And if you can, for those that are going to the website that want to go ahead and learn more about what you're doing and, you know, what they should be doing to make sure their businesses are up to speed and that they have the peace of mind necessary, talk to them about what they should be doing. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, as you mentioned, the, the first place to start would be our website. We've uh, put on a bunch of great tools on there, you know, including our blog posts as well as our interactive map of just kind of where, where legislation stands in state to state. Um, but then you can feel free to reach out to me directly uh, via email at alfruit.com. Um, and, you know, myself and the rest of our team will definitely take care of you and review your specific needs and then come up with a game plan to make sure you have that peace of mind and uh, an insurance program that will help you grow. Look at Isaac Bach, Managing Director, Alpha Root. Thank you so much for being on again. Appreciate it.
Thank you. Appreciate it as always. And uh, looking forward to the next time we're on together. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.